Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. WTOC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection. Brought to you by Child Advocates. Your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And good afternoon and welcome to Community Connection. I'm Tina Cosby. Today is Wednesday, November the 15th. On the show today, we're hoping to hear from Indianapolis City County Council Majority Leader Maggie Lewis with the latest uh, from Monday night's City County Council meeting. A little bit of interest there, especially with the Indy 11 uh, Stadium. We'll be talking about that. Uh, that's a little later this hour, coming up at 1.30. Right now, though, let's bring in our contributing analyst, James Patterson. James, how are you? Hey there, Tina. How are you? Well, I, I'm not. I'm not bad at all. I mean, I'm. I'm thankful to be alive and thankful to be kicking and thankful to be looking at blue skies and wow. warm temperatures. That sounds like the round table at Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> you know, everything <laughs> that we are thankful for. That's good. Hey, I hope that that plays out everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. yeah thankfulness. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely thankful. So, um, James, the weather. Um, yeah, uh, this last few and, days has been absolutely awesome. I mean, you know, woo. go ahead, Tina. No, I'm just oh, saying, woo, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I hope you're not done because it has been absolutely beautiful. Yes. And I keep hearing these forecasters talk about, oh, it's going to turn cold. It's not going to last. Enjoy it, guys. Enjoy, enjoy it. it. Yeah, enjoy. Why are you worrying about the net? Na- yeah, enjoy now. All we have yeah, is here what? now. Yeah. Why are you worrying about when it's going to get cold? But yeah. it's right now, it's warm, and we've got clear skies. I'm trying to find, I'm looking out my, my office window. I cannot see one. Oh, there's a cirrus cloud way on the horizon. Uh-huh. Otherwise, I see no clouds. Um, temperature is going to be in mm-hmm. the mid to upper 60s today. We're going to reach that. Maybe take a run at 70 tomorrow before the clouds roll in tomorrow evening and we get some rain overnight into Friday morning. But just beautiful day today. If you love sunshine, you mm-hmm. love almost summer-like, but I'll say early fall weather, mm-hmm. uh, you'll get it today. Yeah, indeed. Yes, we will. Uh, so, James, um, and, and and I'm taking it. I'll take it. Yes, yes, I will take. What is this, Tina? Did you mention Thanksgiving? This is the week before Thanksgiving. Week before Thanksgiving, a week from tomorrow. Yeah, today is what the fifteenth. Is that today is Thanksgiving Day Eve? A week. We're a week exactly from Thanksgiving Day Eve. So, yeah, yeah. So, November fifteenth, twenty twenty three, and our high is going to be, um, you know, around the mid sixties at least. Some places in the area will get will. Uh, oh, it's supposed to be like this on Thanksgiving Day as well. No, um, just today, Thanksgiving. It's supposed to. We're supposed to get a shot of cold air, but we've gotten oh, shots of cold air before, and it just goes back to nice weather. It really I'm does. I'm so thankful. I remember last year specifically because. Uh, we were outside taking pictures, but um, it was just an absolutely warm, beautiful day again. Uh, yeah. Uh, and so, but, you know, we can we can hope for that. I, you know, winter, you know, I, the first, I, I guess the, 
what the first day of winter is next month. It's next month. Yeah, so yeah. We've got uh, time. You know, well, the winter solstice. Solstice, the winter solstice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hour, you remember it because mm-hmm. my sister's mm-hmm. birthday, uh, the, the 21st of... Uh, 21st 22nd of uh of december mm-hmm. so yeah that's kind of when 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 uh when that season kicks off yeah yeah um indeed indeed so james uh a lot of uh, a lot of stuff as i was saying uh you know councilor lewis is, is going to come on they had a council meeting monday uh it was the first meeting since the election so uh i'm sure they're they're clearing up a lot of business and and what have you uh anxious to talk to her about uh that indy 11 park uh, uh soccer stadium that's you know in progress uh and you know some other things that are uh, competing yeah. with that with that construction. Well, wasn't there a, 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 a suspected black bear? Yeah, Greenlawn there? Cemetery. Yeah, I wanted to find out what the latest was on that. Uh, it was Greenlawn, of course, the what is believed to be the city's first black uh, cemetery. So there are uh, very strong suspicions that um, there are still remains uh, from. Yeah, uh, those who were buried in in the cemetery. Although you know, it's it's there there are the markers and all the other things. It's just hard to figure out what's what. And I think the last time I spoke with Eunice, um, historian, you know, preservationist, yeah. everywhere, we're trying to come up and the city trying to come up with the, some kind of a compromise. Judith, Judith Thomas, uh, deputy mayor, uh, was also. Uh, speaking on the same along the same lines as Eunice was in terms of some sort of a compromise. So perhaps uh, uh, Councillor Lewis can explain and give us a little light on that because well, well, I, I would hope so. That yeah. that would be considered a mm-hmm. kind of a you know I don't want to overuse the word but kind of a sacred ground. Yeah, 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 there? yeah. I mean they, to say that you know I'm, I I think that they all agree. I, I don't think there was anyone in disagreement that there probably are still. Rem- remains uh, buried there somewhere in that area. Um, and it's not just the soccer stadium. There's a bridge uh, that is um, expected to connect like the future Elanco global headquarters to downtown as well. So, <clears throat> excuse me, there, there's there's going to be a lot to going on with that. So um, I would be curious to see if the city is aware of any compromise that's been struck and what that compromise is. Yeah, uh, because, you know, with all the talk we've had in the past, you know, about mm-hmm preserving history, mm-hmm. how history gets lost. And, yeah. I mean, they just had um, Harriet Tubman's great, great, great niece, I think, here. Mm-hmm. Um, Direct speak. descendant of Harriet Tubman, yes. Yeah, and she was, I remember one thing she said when I heard her speak on, on the radio, I think it was Tommy Brown's Harambe show. Mm-hmm. She was saying that the history books, I mean, she just straight out and said, L.I.E. are are lies. I mean, based upon what she knows, Mm -hmm. based upon the artifacts that were passed down to her from Harriet Tubman, they're not capturing the true history of the black person in America. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what, that came out of her mouth, that she said, you know, I mean, she used that word L.I.E., the history books are a lie, at least in that aspect of the historical record, based upon her uh, iconic um, you know, uh, a relative, uh, Harriet Tubman, based upon that, they're not capturing the true history. So, you know, uh, 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 fast forward to now, 
And this, did you say Greenway is the name? Green Lawn. Green Lawn. Green Lawn. I mean, there there might be so many stories uh, uh, connected to the remains that are in that place. Mm. That we have to be careful that we don't, you know, gloss it over with a new soccer stadium yeah. and, and kind of delete all that history. Yeah, we do have to be careful. And like I said, I'm looking forward to hearing uh, from uh, the council majority leader in terms of where we are with that. It's mm-hmm. going to be interesting. Uh, we had a lot of stuff that we have. Oh boy, have we covered a lot of stuff in the first few days of this week, James? Um, and 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 we'll get to some of that and and you know review some of that as well. Uh, right now, uh, Jeff is on the. Jeff, go ahead. How are you? Hey, Tina. Hey, James. How you guys doing? Hey, good afternoon, Jeff. How are you, sir? Good. Have you guys been watching the news lately? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where you well, want to start? Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. What what do you what what do you want to what are you talking about here? Which which the yeah. GOP has lost their mind. They want to fight people in the Congress and the Senate. Oh yeah, I saw. Did you yeah, see that, James? That's ridiculous. That, that was embarrassing. I I was like, yeah, but. The man says, you know, let him butt up. Yeah, if you want get to up. Fight, let's go. Let's go. Come on. Man. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's, it's it, gotten down. It's gotten to that. It's and it's a shame. It's got yeah. That's that's where I'm going. It's gotten to that. Mm-hmm. They have, they are no longer the party of. The White Eisenhower, they're not a party of Dick the Bruce. No, they're not. Yeah. No, they're not. They're confused. Haven't been for a long time and won't be able to get back for quite a while. So. No, I mean, this, this, is, this is still the stain and the stench of Donald Trump. Well, Donald- you know, I was talking to a friend of mine. I, I, I think Trump just ripped the Band-Aid off of what was already yeah, exactly. under, you yeah, know, I, simmering I, I, under I the surface. You have always said that. I've always said that. And, and I believe that it, you know, so much of it culminated with the election of Barack Obama uh, and the formation of that Tea Party. And then, you know, somebody who was opportunistic and a brilliant marketer like a Donald Trump uh, saw the energy there and ran with it and took it all the way, you know, to the to, to 1600 Pennsylvania. I mean, you know, that's that's kind of what I, I believe. So the party's been, you know, they've been going that way for quite a while. Um, and uh, so... Yeah, I, I, I just I, I don't want to give Trump too much credit. I, I, I think he's gotten um uh he, he he has shown where he you know, his strengths and, and they are, you know, in terms of looking at an opportunity and recognize because that Bertha mm-hmm. thing, that, that Bertha thing that that, oh, yeah. Again, yeah. harkens back to Barack Obama. All of that goes back to Barack Obama, and and that's that's what he wrote in. In fact, he he still can't figure out that he's not running against Barack Obama, but that's another thing. So, um, but yeah, they're well, I, I, it, it's a clown show. These guys are just. I mean, and now they're claiming that Kevin McCarthy hit somebody in the back. Yeah, he elbowed a Tennessee, elbowed a, a Tennessee lawmaker in in the back, and and you know what? So what? I, I let him fight, I mean, Jeff. I love yeah, it. Yeah, oh, I, I kind of like yeah, it. I kind of like yeah, it, and I'm not dis- disgusted by it at all. It's like, yeah, come on, go on, show you, show you true colors. Yeah, show yeah, what yeah, you yeah, are. Show the guy, like, you want to take his wedding that. band off? Going to say, let's, let's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, leave the wedding uh, band on there, brother. Yeah, yeah, I mean, let's just do it. You know, and, and of all the people you want to pick a fight with, a Teamster member, like mm-hmm. the head of the team. But you know, it, it, yeah. it's the old thing. Hold me back, hold me back. You know, he knew what was going to happen. Well, he that, was that not. Senator Jeff, did you know? I just found out from the report. Yeah, he's an MIA fighter. MMA fighter. 
I mean, they the, were going to yeah. get it on. Who is the Teamster or the the, sen- no, the, the senator? Oh, uh, the senator. The senator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? Teamster take him out with one fell swoop. He could do all that stuff. Yeah, like, the Teamster could take right. him out. So, yeah. Yeah, the I mean, don't like, play. The you know, the no, don't play. No, they don't play. play. They, yeah, ask Jimmy Hoppin. They don't play. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I, I mean, anytime you're hanging out with John Gotti and yeah. Luciano yeah. and Jimmy Hoffa and Sam Giacana, you mm-hmm. might want to pick your fights pretty carefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I mean. Stuff to, yeah. You can take it and throw yeah, it away. So it wasn't going to go anywhere. Just, just, yeah, but yeah, even with right, that, right. though, even with that training, he wasn't going to do anything because he knows somebody was going to stop him. Uh, and uh, so, but whatever. Let him, Jesus, just let him act a fool. Let him show what they All show. Right, Gina and James, you guys enjoy the got. rest of your day. Okay, you too, Jeff. Yeah. Thank you. But uh, Jeff, you know, that. They, they're going to continue, I guess. No, no, this is the thing about the GOP, uh, James. No yeah. one ever steps up and becomes the adult in the room. No one. In leadership, and those who have, they have punished them severely. The Mitt Romneys, the Liz Cheneys, uh, the Adam Kinzigers. They have been, you know, just totally ostracized for being the adults in the room. So, you know, everyone, and I, I would think that McConnell, being the leader, uh, the de facto leader, would say something about, come on, decorum, let's, let's, let's readjust. Let's, but he, he doesn't. He never had, he hasn't for. All this time, so I guess he's not going to. So, you know, let him go at it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, I mean, and we've said this before, they're like a, a party in turmoil. Mm-hmm. They're imploding. They they, um, they have a, a, a small, well, I won't even say it's small, but a core group mm-hmm. who will not agree to anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, I, you know, 90, what was it, um, 96. Seven of them voted with the with uh, 209 Democrats to keep mm-hmm. the government open, but the rest of them would have shut it down. You know, they would have. I mean, down. well, it's gone over to the Senate. It's got to pass through the Senate and be signed. But mm-hmm. um, you know, I mean, they had to get out of the House. They just they just don't want the country to go as it as it is now unless it meets their criteria, and that is cut the government totally, shut the government totally down, or cut it, it's funding drastically, mm-hmm. um, you know, no funding for Ukraine mm-hmm. um, in the war against, really, it's it's Putin who is pushing that, um, you know, just mm-hmm. isolationist, like, like Trump wants to be against the rest of the world, we can't live like that, we live in a world, so it, it you know what I'm saying, Tina? I mean, they're just off on their own little mm-hmm. parade, yeah. and if nobody follows them, hey, they, you know, they they uh, they can't deal with. Let them walk right. They're going to walk right off the cliff, is what they're going to yeah. do. But uh, Marvin, go ahead. How are you? Uh, I'm well, Tina and James. How are you too? Doing well, thank you. Hey, Marvin, uh, we're well. Thank uh, you. A couple questions, uh, comments, last question. So. You know, they keep saying these polls, and I don't look at polls. You know, they, mm-hmm. they always underestimate the uh, president uh, about Trump being ahead and leading in the battlegrounds, which mm-hmm. to me is crazy that somebody with 91 charges in his character, that shows you where we are, America, a particular uh, mm-hmm. group of Americans. But sure. I wanted to say uh, the president does need to start campaigning. Now, this is one we can't afford to lose. So we need him to get out or, you know, I'm hoping he'll stay in. Part of the problem is, Tina, and I've heard some other Democrats standing on shows, 
The Democrats have got to quit calling him too old, too. You know, you got them on TV, some of them. Mm-hmm. The guy from Ohio, he's, you know, and so we're putting that out into the atmosphere. The, 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 of course, the Republicans are saying it. The media is running with it. Trump is only three years younger. Than that's, what, that's, that's what just boggles it, my, it just it, baffles it me to no end. That even within his own party, they're not, they should be reversing the field and saying Trump's too old. You know, they, you know. They should be. I don't know why they're. I just don't. I just don't get that narrative at all. Um, yeah, and then the second thing that I didn't get to talk to you about. You know, we we want. You know, I think Andy Bashir down in Kentucky mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. pretty a popular governor, but I don't know if I haven't heard much people talk. Too many people talk about it, but I believe race played a part in that race. You know. The, the, uh, Cameron was running with a white wife down in Kentucky. You just think about it. Kentucky overwhelmingly votes for Trump, so it's not like they have an issue with far-right agendas and all of that. Uh, he was uh, endorsed, because I think he's married to Mitch McConnell's daughter or granddaughter. One. No, well, I, yeah. so there's some kind of a connection. A that race, too? You know, um, part of the country. You looked that up, didn't you, Tina? Uh, I did look it up, and there's no direct link. I think there may be an indirect link by some kind of a marriage type of thing, but he certainly is a Mitch McConnell protege. I will say oh, that. And, 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 and well, I got confused. Yeah, well, and, 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 and a lot of people did, and I did look it up. But uh, he's a Mitch McConnell protege, you know, heavily endorsed by Trump. Uh, did race, do I think race played a role in it? Um I don't know. Um, I, I would have to see the, uh, the the black voter turnout numbers in Kentucky. I think um, if you want to be truthful about it, I think that that last campaign ad against Cameron uh, regarding a woman's right to choose by some, by a 12-year-old child who was raped by her stepfather, uh, and she, I mean, it was a powerful ad that dropped right before the election. So if I were to say anything, I would say the um, anti-choice um, contingency that he represented uh, came back and bit him and got him good. So I would okay. say that the women uh, who came out uh, in mass from what I understand, uh, regarding um, a woman's right to choose and how firmly he, w- I mean, he was just like far, 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 far right on um, abortion rights, uh, reproductive rights, women's rights, uh, so much so that um, I, if I'm not mistaken, I would think that that played a major part, uh, probably more so than than race, than uh, uh, a black man with a white woman. Okay. Um, I That's think another okay. another. Uh, I think that might have been one. The the choice issue might have been one issue that just kind of sank his ship, and I think a close second. That's why I said I would have wanted to see what the African American turnout was because he is the DA who refused to bring charges and prosecute the Louisville police officers responsible right. for the shooting death of Breonna Taylor. And so I think those two things combined, he wasn't going to win anyway. Uh, That and then I think the icing on the cake uh, is Bashir has a lot of name equity in that state. Mm -hmm. Um, His father was quite popular, quite a popular governor. He hasn't done a terrible job and and it is very likable. And so when you put all three of those things together and the side of so many issues that Cameron was standing on uh, combined, I just don't think he had a snowball's chance in um, Haiti's. Last last question and I'll hang up and listen. Uh, You know, I, and thinking about if President Biden 
does decide not to run, which we know that isn't going to happen, but, you know, forbidding something happens health-wise with mm-hmm. something like that. But I, people keep saying we don't have anybody. What do you think about Gretchen Whitmire up in, in, in Michigan? You know, I, I think she she would be a excellent candidate for president. If you look at the state that she wanted, you know, everybody spent so much time talking about DeSantis, but the real victory, the person that overcame bigger odds to stay in power and what they did, the Democrats did in Michigan, would be Gretchen Whitmire. So I didn't know what you think about that. If there was a candidate, I don't know how they just allowed uh, Vice President Harris just to be mm-hmm. uh, maligned like they did by both the liberals and uh, mm-hmm. Republicans. And so, you know, I, I don't think she could win at this point because I don't think that, you know, the vice president really do anything anyway. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't get it, but why people don't like her so, so much, you know, so I don't know. That's one thing I'm upset with the Democrats about. I, I think they didn't vigorously defend her enough, you know, and let people know what is mm-hmm. the vice president, what did Mike Pence do? Besides, at the end, you know, mm-hmm. supposedly stand up for the Constitution. You know, mm-hmm. what does any vice president do? So in thinking about, just a question to you and James, any candidate that could step in, because I'm hearing the pundits go, oh, nobody, only Biden can beat Trump. Do you think that's the truth? Uh, thank you, Marvin. Uh, you know, I, I, I really don't know without taking a deeper dive into uh, a lot of that. Uh, with Kamala Harris, uh, Gretchen Whitmer, I, I, I don't know. Uh, but I, cool. you bring up, it's good food for thought. And, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Martin made some good points. Some and good uh, points, I like yeah. your uh, response, too, Tina. You seems like you thought about it quite a bit on that Kentucky race. I think you're right. Um, the the uh, pro, pro-abortion or choice or reproductive freedom mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. people, um, they 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 are making a difference in in the uh, in the races. They, mm-hmm. they just are. They're coming out of the droves. Um, but I, I I also see his point on race. I'm, I was trying to think of when has a black legislator legislator or candidate, more precisely, of any party won when. Um, a black black male candidate when they are now Kamala Harris is, is married to a, a a person of another race, uh, the vice president Kamala Harris. But mm-hmm. when is a black male who's married to a white woman been elected, particularly in a red state like Kentucky? It, you know, uh, yeah, and that is a thought. That's absolutely yeah. a thought. I was just saying what I thought in you know for the most no, no, part. No, those yeah. other factors are yeah. absolutely correct. You know yeah. the. The pro, uh, yeah, the choice, choice, choice yeah, um, uh, and also, like you said, what he did in the Brianna, uh, Mr. Cameron, the Republican candidate, mm-hmm. did in the Brianna uh, Taylor case, mm-hmm. uh, not charging those police officers uh, was horrendous, uh, and and probably, not probably, but did did uh, elicit the ire mm-hmm. of the black community mm-hmm. against mm-hmm. that. So yeah, um, but. Um, you know, Kamala Harris, Gretchen Whitmer, they're not going to pull Kamala Harris off the ticket. I'm, I'm just going to say that mm-hmm. with respect to Marvin. They're not going to pull her. It's going to be if, if Biden gets the nomination. And, you know, he's got a little bit of opposition. There, there's another congressman. Mm-hmm. Is it? Um, I can't think of his name that jumped in the race. Is it Phillips or something like that? I don't know. But anyway. If he, he's likely to get the nomination, uh, President Biden, uh, his health 
um, mm. you know, staying um, fairly good the way it is. But they're not going to dump Vice President Harris. She is going to be his running mate. So yeah, well, that's, I'm not sure that's how it. you get somebody on the ticket beside her. Exactly. Agreed. Yeah. Um, Lifestyles, go ahead. How are you? Hey, this is Lifestyles. I, I just remembered I had an eye appointment. <laughs> well, you better get there. Oh, yeah, Those things like are they're hard to come by. Any appointment yeah. these days is if you miss, my uh, goodness, you got to wait till the I'm next two years. This, I'm gonna make this real quick. Okay. I got three things: um, the highway, um, stoplights. Um, what are we doing? You know, I, I just asked somebody about this that was uh, living in the Chicago area, and she told me that. Uh, they have those in Chicago to kind of curb uh, uh, the traffic in, on the highways because it's so busy. But we're not there yet. Uh, we need bigger highways first. We need more lanes. Um, I just think Indiana's going backwards, or Indianapolis is going backwards when it comes to when when it comes to them thinking they're modernizing something. You know, you know. I really wish we'd get better input on some of the things that we're uh, being. Uh, some things that are being pushed upon the, the citizens of the of the uh, city or the state. And then the other thing, um, I don't know if you've heard of uh, food critic Keith Lee. Um, he, he's from he lives in Texas, but he's been uh, very uh, 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 visible in the Atlanta area. He's been kind of traveling around, buying food, um, and and also being you know criticized because he's a food critic. And he's been talking about I guess uh, Candy Burris. Um, uh, down in Atlanta was talking about her restaurant and how a lot of these restaurants down there, they're not having carryouts, um, you know, just the way the food tastes, the price. I think we need that here. Um, only reason why I say that is because uh, I know a few people have uh, posted some things about Country Kitchen, and I'm not going to say anything negative. I haven't been there since the grand reopening, uh, but I will say that for what the picture that I saw on Facebook for $31 was definitely not worth it. And um, I hope that they take that as constructive criticism and, you know, just kind of kind of beef it up hey, a little bit. Hey, um, lifestyle, let me ask you this bail. question. I don't want to cut you Go off, ahead. but let me ask you this question real quick. There is a thought that black-owned institutions, food institutions, although Country Kitchen has tremendous support. And look at the history, the pictures on the wall. But there yeah. is this thought out there, and I want your opinion on it real quick. We're coming up on a break. Uh-huh. Do black uh, restaurants charge more than others too much? You know what? what? Do you think? Uh, in my opinion, as a black man, African man, yes. Um, I believe that we tend to charge more for our um, our restaurants, and we tend to not give as much food as an apple. Well, now let me see. Not, I don't want to compare that um, as a home style uh, type of like, venue. Uh, um, uh, again, I I'm only going with the only. Cracker there's Barrel, only a maybe. few. Would you say? Cracker Barrel, maybe you. Well, that uh, that maybe um, we really don't have a lot of. A lot of old school home style uh, other venues besides, um, you know, like I said, I can name you Mississippi Bell. And for what I think, I'm pretty sure Mississippi Bell is still owned by a white gentleman. And they give plenty of food. And actually, to be honest with you, um, two people can eat off of one of their meals because they give so many sides. Mm. So I'm just, you know, that's just been my experience with going to Mississippi Bell. Now, I haven't been. I'm going to try Country Kitchen out again, and I'm going to see where, you know, where we're at. But I don't even think Mississippi Bells charges $31 for a meal. 
And I'll I'll go because I got to go to the side appointment. Take care. Okay. All right. I take hope care. Your eyes okay. I hope your eyes are good. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know what? We're going to pin that one. Uh, let's get yeah, to this last. Yeah, we'll pin that. George, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, how you doing, Tina James? Doing good. Thank hey, you. George. Okay. Hey, I just got to quote some things that have been concerning me. I've been noticing on um, social media. And sometimes I got to be careful about the things that I see because they can be um, maybe bots or something like that or, or, you know, that new AI technology. But mm-hmm. the thing that I'm concerned about is the stuff that's coming out of the Middle East. Um, mm-hmm. And to me, it's, it's genocide. I don't care how anyone who supports uh, Netanyahu says it's not. And it, 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 it is. Um, but the thing that's concerning me that I saw and I witnessed, one event that happened here that's been going around about in America, there was a meeting of a Jewish group, and they were saying that the greatest threat to Israel and Jews now is young black leadership. And that was very concerning, but I had to step back and hope that it wasn't like somebody doing a troll or something like that to get something going, but it's been going around. And then the second thing that I noticed, not one of you, your opinions about it, I know you guys, I don't know who's on your board of directors or whatever, sometimes you got to be careful about what you say, because there's been a narrative going around now that you, uh, Indiana's one of those states that you can be penalized for saying anything that might they take as anti-Semitic. Uh, but what I was seeing well, yeah, out of the I've building, not heard that. That's interesting. Yeah, it's been going around, because uh, after that, when Kanye did that post with his cell phone, was showing all the people who's on the board, the record companies and everything, it was reposted mm. along with that, and they were showing all these folks that was in power, in political power, mm-hmm. business power, and everything around the world, and how much the Jewish community had power and influence of all these things. And America is pretty much a slave, and we see billions of dollars going to Israel every year, and we can't even help the military veterans here at home. But um, what was concerning to me, and I was wondering your opinion about it, is that um, there were some people in the streets on a on – a, Al Jazeera network, and they was interviewing people in Israel, and they were saying that they wanted to eradicate all the Palestinians. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that anyone else, from Christian to Buddhist to anything, that they have to eradicate them too, because according to their religious beliefs, they're all Christians, Buddhists, uh, they're all idol worshipers, and they're next on the, on the list. And I'm like, wow, if that's the case, I just want to know how people feel about that. Uh, because the last interview I saw with, um, from the Israeli leader, he was saying pretty much that America would do anything that they tell them to do. And we will not stop militarily. And I'm like, dang, that's kind of concerning. And I don't hear people talking about it too much. And it's just, I was like wondering what y'all opinion about that is. If we're the next ones on the block, if the black, young black leadership is the greatest threat to the sustainability of Jewish life and politics and that they can just go off and carte blanche, just go off and you're Christian and you're Buddhist and they're coming after you next. How does people feel about that? Okay, uh, George, thank you. Um, First, I've not heard that. Mm -hmm. I I had not heard that... uh, the, the the thought or the belief or, or the the quote yeah. I just I just not familiar with that. Uh, you know we've said there's a bunch of stuff on the on the internet on social media. Mm-hmm. I mean they were just talking about how like TikTok TikTok is controlled by the 
you know, by the communist Chinese Communist Party. I mean, it just is. Um, as much as they try to say that it is, you know, free and open and all this stuff, you got to watch what you, you what you read, what you see. You just have to be leery of it. And, it, you know, as, as far as what's going on in the Middle East, we all hope for peace. That's what we hope for, peace. That's what we pray for, peace. But, you know, what happened on October 7th was reprehensible. I mean, I don't even want to start listening to things that they did to trigger this war. But you know what, though, James? Here's what concerns me. And the slow death that the Palestinians are are suffering, uh, you know, which it, it mirrors. It, 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 in, in in a lot of ways, it's mirroring October 7th, and that's not right either. I don't know where somebody can get a, you know, how you, how people can get some, how someone can get in there and make both sides stop. Yeah. I because, mean, I mean, the, because I can't, I can't stand, yeah, I can't stand to look at the, um, the pictures that they're showing of the hospitals of dead babies that have to be taken, and, and that is deliberate as well by design. Exactly. But I mean, it's, just it's so by design, sad. in my view, by the the people who 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 triggered the, this conflict, because they this morning they uh, are saying they got evidence of a Hamas command and control center structure yeah. inside the hospital. Yeah, but then, the but hospital. that, but that, but James, that has been questioned as well. That has been questioned yeah. as well. I and that that intelligence because uh, there are no, those no, no, who no. are they disputed. got pictures. They got pictures, pictures of okay. Yes, but in, anything direct inside. So what they're doing is they're using their own people mm-hmm. as human shields because they want the world to outcry about it. Of course, they want this is a political battle as much as uh, for. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The hearts and thoughts of people as much as the military. And if you see all these babies dying in the hospital, no fuel, no food, no water, what are you going to think? But that's, that's by design. They are operating using their people as shields. Yeah. Uh, but Netanyahu, though, James, uh, and... Nah, I'm uh, not going to take up for him. Exactly. And, and, and a lot of the stuff that he has done. And there there's a lot there. So uh, we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later. we got to get to a break right now, though, because uh, uh, Counselor Lewis is waiting. Uh, we'll be right back with more Community Connection right after this. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we're back with Community Connection. Tina Cosby, you're our contributing analyst, James Patterson. And James, we're going to pin that. We'll, we'll pin that uh, because there's a lot, a lot of interest and a lot of emotion. around. In fact, there was just recently a, um, a march in, in D.C., yeah, uh, anti-Semitism uh, march in D.C. So yeah. we'll, we'll get back to it. Uh, right now... Um, 
City County Council Majority Leader Maggie Lewis is with us. Uh, big City County Council meeting um, on the uh, on Monday, the 13th. And uh, the first council meeting, Councilor Lewis, since the election. So what was that like? <laughs> uh, first, thank you so much for inviting me to be on the show oh, uh, this you. afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, first meeting since the election. Uh, some of us were relieved. <laughs> I guess so. If you were in an election, yeah, yeah <laughs> that's a relief. We have a real election, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Been, it's been a year, and so again, some of us felt relieved. We did take some time to celebrate um, some outgoing counselors, and we'll do the same next month. We have uh, six, six, no, five, five individuals that are either retiring or not returning to the council. So, Vice President Adamson, Councilor Larison, Councilor Ray. Uh, one of our faves, Duke Oliver, William Oliver, and Chairman Gray. So, again, spend some time celebrating those individuals, and we'll do the same um, next month. So, uh, outside of that, it was pretty uneventful, just the way that I particularly like city county council meetings <laughs> to go. Yeah, indeed. I, I understand that there wasn't a whole lot of movement on it, but the, the question uh, regarding the Indy 11 Stadium, uh, what's the, what's the latest on that? And was there a reasonable compromise reached regarding the preservation um, of the remains of many of the African Americans that uh, were buried at the Green Lawn Cemetery? Yeah. So so no no movement there. And so over the next I'd say next month or so, you'll we'll start having a lot more conversations regarding that space. But at this point, not a lot of movement here. I, I understand there's some conversations being had, but collectively as a council, not a lot of conversations um, at, at this point. Still a lot to do, a lot to uh, dive into um, regarding that, that topic and, and the stadium. Yeah. So, James. Uh, yeah. Well, let me just uh, thank you, uh, Councilman Lewis, for, for coming on with us, Majority Leader. Mm-hmm. Listen, I just want to take off on what you just said, and then I have another question, and, and, and regarding that 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 uh, believed cemetery there. Mm-hmm. So is the, is the work on the so- uh, soccer stadium going on? And and if so, I, I know there was groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. How do we how do we prevent the construction from compromising? If indeed there is uh, sacred burial ground, black burial ground there, historical burial ground. How do, how do we protect that while this is going on? The, the, you know, diving into it. Yeah, so so uh, we often do ribbon cutting way in advance, and so that's what took place with, with that space specifically. Mm-hmm. At this point, I would most definitely reach out to the mayor's office, reach out to your member of the city county council as the conversations are starting to really ramp up. Let your voice be heard. Let them know where you stand. Um, again, on, on Monday night, there was this very little conversation, but folks did express their concerns about the about the burial sites and to make sure that uh, once this project starts, that there are opportunities to actually stop and hit pause again to make sure that we're doing everything decently in order and that every vo- everyone's voice mm-hmm. um, is being heard and that everyone has the opportunity to truly weigh in on 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 this proposal. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Tina, can I just no, go ahead? Go ahead by all yeah. means, go ahead. Thank you, Tina. Um, I wanted to ask about. This comes up a lot on on this show, particularly when I'm on here, and sometimes when I'm not on here about roads. And you've talked. <laughs> I've listened to. <laughs> what did you say, Councilwoman? 
It, it comes up a lot everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And I know you represent the Northwest side. And mm-hmm. are, are, is, is it up to the council person? We've got a new one. I'm over from you. I've got council person Perkins now who's representing oh, me. Oh, you're close to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had John Barth, but I, he, I, I was way on the north, kind of north end of his district, the way it was skewed, and I, it just seemed like we didn't get the service. But is it up to a council person uh, as to whether you're going to get streets paved in your area? I mean, we've got a multicultural area up here. We've got all races. I'm, I do mean all mm-hmm. on the northwest side. and. Are we going to see more street paving as well as not just the potholes, Phil, but new construction? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when it comes to the roads, and I'm very familiar with your area, at one point I probably was uh, your city county council. So part of Perkins' uh, new council district used to be a part of my district as as well. So what happens is the city of Indianapolis, uh, DPW, will uh, do a survey of all of our roads and our sidewalks and they create a priority list, and they have this tool that I'm that the sophisticated tool system, measuring system, to rate the roads and the sidewalks. And so they do that busy work. They'll come to a member of the city county council, your city county councilor, and show that priority list. And we'll have conversations about: Do I agree that this is the this should be at the top of the list, or this neighborhood has been pushing for 42nd Street to be repaved for the last five years, and I feel like it needs to be uh, bumped up higher on that priority list. And so there's an opportunity uh, to sit down with the administration to negotiate, if you will, what those Mm -hmm. priorities are. Again, we tend to lean on the DPW because this is their area of expertise, um, when it comes to prioritizing that list, but your city county council most definitely have the opportunity to raise projects up further on the priority list. So, so I would the, reach out the get to, your city county council to rep to, to to push it, correct? Yes, yes. And so your council can push, um, and again, to move a project up higher on the priority list. So I would yeah, reach out to Council Perkins ASAP to talk about what that priority looks like for 2024. Okay, because we got two streets that have been on the list. Now, admittedly, they're neighborhood streets. They're not like the main thoroughfares, but mm-hmm. they've been on the list for going on like five years now. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's just, we just hate, and I and I hate to, to think because it's a multicultural neighborhood that they're not going to get the benefit of a downtown or mm-hmm. um, around mm-hmm. Butler mm-hmm. University or around yes, Indiana, University of Indianapolis on the south side. You know, it's just, what do yeah. you do? Yeah. So, so I, I, so I will say this: uh, the the major thoroughfares that does play into us prioritizing the street. So, if it's a street that's heavily tra- traveled, um, it probably will make its way to the top of the list versus a small road, um, a small neighborhood road that doesn't get at the volume of traffic like a Lafayette Road, like a 56th Street. Uh, like a, uh, a a Reed Road. Well, Reed Road. It took a real. It took many years for us to get Reed Road um, repaid. So again, uh, your council does have a voice in saying that. Um, but again, we we tend to lean on DPW to help us prioritize those streets. Yeah. So it's DPW's final call, then, right? I mean, the bottom line. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Again, they'll say it's the city kind of councils. But again, they're the expert that can give us the traffic count. They're the ones that can give us the cost 
there's not an endless pot of, of money, as you know, to do yeah. road repairs. And so they'll give us the mm-hmm. cost of these projects and, again, help us uh, uh, come alongside them to, to make that decision. Yeah, so data, data, pretty much data-driven, uh, DPW data-driven. Exactly. And I will say this, too. The squeaky wheel does does get the oil. So, again, I would get with your counselor and and let it be known, like, I feel like this street should be moved up on the list. So now after January, your your district changes as well, right? Yeah. So you will be which district number representative? That's Tina, I I promise you. I I keep forgetting, but my new district number is five. I'm currently District 10. Currently 10, uh, yeah. Yeah, and so January, I'm District 5. Yeah, and that's important for folks to know as well because James made a very good point. Um, uh, my uh, counselor was John Barth as well, and when I went mm-hmm. to vote, uh, found out that um, it was, uh, well, Carlos Perkins. Yeah, Carlos Perkins, yeah, as well. And so... Um, yeah, so District 5. So we were District 7. So what is our district? I didn't see. Did you remember, James, from the uh, from the ballot? I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> I, I just can't remember. Anyway, but, 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 but you know, we, we have to make sure. So where where would you suggest that folks go? I mean, I guess ND.gov to find the new. Because uh, the districts have changed. The districts have changed, yeah. 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 The districts have changed. The numbers have changed. And some of you do have uh, new counselors. So, yes. Uh, I would go to indie.gov, um, put in your address, and all your information should pop up. Mm-hmm. The new maps are on the council's website as well. Uh, the new maps. So, so are you are you bigger or smaller or about the same? Slightly bigger because our the population of the county shifted. When we do the census, you know, mm-hmm. our our our, uh, as our county grew, so yeah, slightly bigger. But all the districts are are pretty much equal. Yeah, yeah. So who do we lean on then uh, to get the potholes? <laughs> I'm going to go back to James. And lighting. And I think they go hand in hand because if you can see a pothole at night, you're not going to dive into one of them uh, at night. So is that the mayor? Do we lean on the council? individual? You know, you've just kind of given the roadmap as to how to get on the list of, of repairs for what happened. What, you know, what do we do? Um, and, you know, now that the mayor has, uh, you know, Secured uh, a second term, um, you know, a lot of third voters. Term? I'm sorry, third term. Where am I saying? <laughs> He's got a third. He's got a third. You're right. I, I tell, I'm terrible with math. That's why I'm sitting here doing this. So, <laughs> but now that he has been reelected, um, yeah, I mean, I, you, you know what I've always said, right, James, that uh, the yeah. mayor needs to appoint a pothole czar and do nothing but potholes all day, every day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. I know that's not practical, but is there anything different or more that uh, citizens can do to get a little bit more attention? I know there's more money. I, I know all of that. But mm-hmm. what? What can we do to keep the, you know, to keep the interest up, I will say. Keep the heat on and keep the interest up. Keep, keep the pressure on. Keep the pressure on, yes. Keep the pressure on, folks, right? So yeah, how much how much do we have for for roads after you I, answer uh, Tina's question about yeah. how do you get a pothole fixed? How, how much do we have for roads? More? I heard Is, that $25 million figure. Well, wasn't it over so many years, right, James? So many yeah. years. Yeah. Some uh-huh. billion um I want to say five, but don't quote me on that number, and I don't have the number in front of me, and I can I'll call you, call it back in so you guys can have it at your fingertips, too. Yeah. Um, but the thing that you can do, again, there's an increase in the 
in the dollars available over five years was mm-hmm. a, a huge uh, increase over the next five years under Mayor Joe. Mm-hmm. What we need to do, what everyone should do, again, is to call DPW, reach out to the administration, mm-hmm. call the MAC Center, call that MAC line, and then reach out to your member of the city county council. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's action your avenue to ensure that your concerns are being addressed. Report mm-hmm. them, report them, and then reach out to your member of the city county council. And, and if you don't know, mm-hmm. again, if you don't know who your counselor is, get on indy.gov, put in your address, and all of our information pops up. And not only your counselor, like all your elected representatives' mm-hmm. information is on that site. And just start calling people. Yeah. And we do respond to those those messages and those and those emails. And I, I would also add to please stay encouraged and stay on it because you may not always get an answer within a day mm-hmm. or two right. uh, or even a week. But keep, like you say, the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Keep at it. Don't get frustrated if it doesn't, if your efforts don't pay off right away. Uh, because we're we're an instant microwave society anyway, and so if we don't get something the first time, well, that's not working. It didn't. No, no, no. Stay on it. Hammer away. Absolutely, absolutely. Because I got to buy some new tires in a couple of days, and I know. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, 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 not not no. This is just routine maintenance. You know, they've got to. I just bought. Uh, I did have. To, although I did the two that it, it got uneven somehow because of a pothole, and so I bought two. And they said, "Well, just drive on these for a little while, and then come back and buy the other two to match the set, and they'll well, do something." I, I know you have a nice car, and that's not going to be cheap. So I. Well, it's, I, I got a feel, car. I feel <laughs> I got a car. for you, Tina. <laughs> yeah. On the advocacy part, Tina, if you don't mind. No, go ahead. Advocacy part. Again, we we've talked about this several times when I've been on on the show as well. The formula that is utilized to get dollars back into Marion County, Indianapolis, is not feasible for a city no, county our size. And so after you're done advocating and reporting on the local le- level, reach out to your state legislators. That's where the formula is created. Mm-hmm. We do not get our share of money to keep up with the volume of traffic that we have in our city. People ride in Indianapolis, go to work, have fun, and then go back to those donut counties, and we don't get the money for the roads no. to support that volume. So no. hey, have to do um, Councilman uh, Lewis, uh, along that lines, could you inform the listeners, wasn't there like 200,000 people they had undercounted, and they did, didn't they add that to the, form, uh, to the population that was considered by the state formula for road funding yeah. that so, uh, 200,000 yeah. or something can you bring us again the road formula it benefits those rural communities we we uh, they underestimated how many people are using our roads right so again they went back did the formula and it's still not adequate for the traffic that we have right so mayor joe has done a great job the administration has done a great job um President Osley, Bob Osley, has gone over to the state house to, to argue and encourage them to rethink that formula so that we can really take care of our roads. Yeah. yeah. Yep, indeedy. Um, wow. Uh, Incredible. That is. Well, what, what else is. What else do we need to know mm-hmm. about, you know, uh, we're going into the holidays. What else do we need to know about what the city county council uh, is doing for us right now, Councilman Lewis. So, so you know, one of the other conversa- things that comes up is holding us accountable and and utilizing your voice and, and showing up as a community. 
this is a time of year where we start uh, looking at names and individuals to go on these boards and commissions. We mm -hmm. have thousands of appointments that take place every year. So if you're interested in getting plugged in on the community, again, reach out to your city county counselor, shoot an email to the council office. But there's ways for you to get involved and engaged in local government and really start helping impact how we do business and, and actually changing the way that we do business um, in, in our community. So um, there's, there's room for folks to get off the sidelines and really get plugged in and what takes place in the city. And I encourage folks to, to do so. The, the best way to really learn how the city operates is to, to get plugged in and, and see how things are done each and every day in our city. Yeah. Well, all righty. Well, I sure appreciate it. Um, one more meeting and then the uh, it's a wrap for the year 2023. So hopefully we'll be able to to talk to you after the final meeting of 2023. Yeah. So, yes, sounds good. Sounds all right. Good. Take care. Yeah. Come on. All right. Thanks again. And again, uh, City County Council Majority Leader Maggie Lewis uh, from um, uh, last uh, Monday, this uh, this past Monday, day day after, day before yesterday, uh, council meeting, and like she said, quiet, and <laughs> that's the kind of that she likes. So, uh, still, yeah, I, I think still pretty much done all the business, you know, for yeah, the year. I, yeah, I think they pretty much have. Um, not much discussion again on the Green Lawn Cemetery over there by um, the uh, new Indy Eleven. It is coming along. The construction is underway. Yeah. Uh, I may have to call Eunice and find out from Indy. Indiana Landmarks, Black yeah. Preservation Director from Indiana Landmarks. Call Eunice and figure out where things are. Yeah, because we don't want that cemetery, you know, kind of built over mm -hmm. before they figure out. Yeah. Are there bodies in there, which some strongly suspect that well, there are? Yeah, it seems to me as if, I, and I don't know where I heard it, and I, I, I can't find my notes on it right now because they're probably upstairs and they're not in my phone but it seems to me as if they were going to leave a certain area undisturbed and and uh, construct on another area uh, and I think that may okay. have been I think that may have been the compromise if I'm not mistaken okay but I could be wrong I could be wrong but I will we'll find out for sure uh, the only thing we know for sure is we got to take a break right here and then we'll be back with more community connection we'll go into uh, we'll go into open lines after the break. We'll be right back. WTOC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection. Brought to you by Child Advocates. Your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And we are back with Community Connection. Tina Cosby here with our contributing analyst, James Patterson. James... Um, did you just hear our commercial about the Christmas Nights of Lights? Did you just hear that? Okay. I did. <laughs> you did. You did. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like it's going to be a well. You went through it, a, a great attraction mm -hmm. for the. For yeah, the we got to get we got to get you over there too. So remind me, mm -hmm. get you over there. All right, all right. Um, Every day, uh, speaking of Christmas Nights of Lights, uh, every day this week right here on Community Connection, uh, you can listen for your chance to win a free car pass for the Christmas Nights of Lights out at the Indiana State Fairgrounds. Uh, the pass can be used anytime from now through New Year's Eve, December 31st, um, and they're good for up to eight people per vehicle. So um, if you are the 10th caller right now, <laughs> the 10th caller right now, you will win a free car pass. We are looking for caller number 10 to the number 317. 
317-239-1310. Caller number 10 to the number 317-239-1310. Good luck to you. Uh, if you would also like to purchase some tickets, uh, that's a win-win situation as well, at least through uh, this Sunday, November 19th. Um, all you have to do is go to christmasnightsoflights.com and use the discount code Moselle at checkout. If you do that, you'll get $10 off the $30 ticket price and $5 of your total purchase will automatically be donated uh, to the Moselle Sanders Foundation for their Thanksgiving Day Feed the Hungry um, uh, event. So again, now through November 19th, you can get, even if you don't win, you get 10 bucks off the $30 ticket price, plus you're able to do a good thing because your purchase price, $5 of that, uh, will go to the Moselle Sanders Foundation now through uh, Sunday, November 19th. All you have to do is go to christmasnightsoflights.com, use the coupon Use the discount code Moselle, M-O-Z-E-L, at checkout. Uh, do you say coupon or coupon? James? I say coupon, but that's just me. That doesn't make the coupon. I just I always wrong. stumble over that. I have a mental block about it because somebody, oh, it's coupon. No, it's coupon. Well, what's a coupon? Well, what's a coupon? That's what it is. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's, a, that's kind of what it is. So, yeah. Um, again, nice discount, though, all the way through Sunday. They've been offering really nice discounts. Uh, and, again, if you're the 10th caller to 317-239-1310, you will get a free car pass. Uh, and, yeah, and if the person, what do they pay, $20 for a carload of up to eight, right? Well, the, the asking price is 30 uh, if you buy your ticket in advance and use the discount code Moselle, you get ten bucks off now through Sunday. So that's twenty, yeah, and twenty then, bucks, yeah. Then some of that goes to the Moselle Sanders, and five of that goes to the Moselle Sanders. Moselle Sanders uh, Thanksgiving Day dinner. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you don't have to do anything for that. You just if you once you put in the the code Moselle, uh, that the, they'll handle the rest. You don't have to do anything to to do that. That'll automatically be donated five bucks. That's a pretty good deal. It's a very uh, good deal. Get it online. You only very get twenty deal. bucks. $5 will go a long way in that initiative, I tell you what. So uh, ChristmasNightsOfLights.com is the website, the discount code for $10 off at checkout at least through November 19th, this Sunday. Uh, and the automatic $5 donation to the Moselle Sanders Foundation is the word Moselle, M-O-Z-E-L. But right now, James, we're looking for the 10th caller, uh, caller yeah. number 10, 317-239-1310. And I wonder, I, I, I would like to do kind of an informal um informal survey to see how many folks do load, uh, you know, load up uh, their cars and vans and things because $30 uh, per car load, uh, that, that's, a, that's a bargain. It's almost like going to the drive-in. Remember back in the day, you'd uh, load up the station wagons and stuff and go to the drive-in movies and yeah, you, you don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, and then they tell you to tune it to a station once you get there, right? Yeah, synchronized to music once you get there. Yeah, synchronized. Uh, we're talking about the... Uh, uh, Christmas nights, the lights, not the driving. I was just saying that that reminds me of when, at least when, when me and my siblings were younger, myself and my siblings were younger. Our parents would, uh, you know, put us in the station wagon, and we, yeah. you know, all put our pajamas on and get a grocery bag, one of those brown grocery bags, and dump it full of buttered popcorn. And yeah, <laughs> and, and then you wouldn't even have to go to the concession stand. No, didn't have to, and and take your own pop or Kool Aid or whatever you wanted to take, and sit there and watch the movie. We even sometimes when it was. Uh, uh, 
uh, we, we, sometimes when it was warm, we would even take our little lawn chairs and sit outside the car, you know, for as because long. you didn't have to. You didn't even have to really even turn on your your speaker that you sort of. No, the speaker that's attached to the car. No, because you can hear everyone else's speaker. You can hear it. Well, it looks like okay. If you are calling uh, about the free vehicle pass for Christmas Nights of Lights, that has already been claimed. Charlotte has won. Congratulations to you, Charlotte. Charlotte has won. Christmas Nights of Lights. Yep, Congratulations. yep, yep. Congratulations to Charlotte. So if you're still calling about it, uh, you'll get a chance tomorrow. We'll we'll uh, we'll offer it again sometime during the show uh, tomorrow. Sometime during the show tomorrow. So congratulations to Charlotte and uh, enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. <laughs> so James, back to uh, back to our show. Three one seven two three nine thirteen ten. Three one seven two three nine thirteen ten. Got a couple of calls and then I wanted to get to a couple of things that we we covered um, the last couple of days to run past you. Uh, Mike, uh, go ahead. How are you? Hey, Tina and James. How you doing? Hey, Mike. How doing are you? Good. Sir? Doing good. Thank you. I'm doing. I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. I just wanted to uh, uh, chime in on uh, lifestyle. Uh, mm. Talking about thirty-one dollars of uh, food. <sighs> I I I order pizza and I spend forty-two to fifty dollars just for pizza. Mm-hmm. And and this came from the grocery store today. Uh, the cost of uh, produce, meat, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. plays a lot into that mm-hmm. pricing right now. Mm-hmm. And what I'm trying to get at is, you know, we should uh, go and represent our black business in the community. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Regardless of the price, and always do things in moderation. Because at the end of that meal, you have a server and you have a busboy, you know, mm-hmm. that's earning a living, too. Mm-hmm. And leave a, leave a tip for them. But don't worry about the price. Mm-hmm. I uh, Last black-owned established restaurant I walked into, I dropped uh, almost $80 for just three meals, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, meatloaf, uh, fish, two fish dinners, and a meatloaf dinner. Yeah. Okay. You know, but 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 with no crumbs. But see, we need to, we need to focus on what we're doing in our community. If we're gonna have our business prosper in this community, then we need to support them. Yeah. Forget about mm-hmm. yes. Forget about the price. Okay. And let and let's and let's show our black business that. Mm-hmm. 
some love. Yeah. And the other thing is, Mike, and thank you. Thank you for that. And, and a reminder to support black business. I appreciate that. And it's always a good reminder. But here's another one. Don't believe everything you see on the Internet. I mean, you know, don't believe everything you see on the internet. Um, uh, and the, you know, the the I, you can look and you look at their menu online. Look at the country. Look at their menu online. Look at their pricing online and see. Uh, I found a discrepancy uh, because I did just that and saw. I, I know which picture you're talking about, Mike. Um, and I saw. Uh, the price for what they said it was, and I don't know who put it on there, but um, the $31 was not for that meal particularly. It was for everything that they bought. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe the meal itself was $19. And then, you know, with whatever drinks and whatever they had, it came to $31. 31 yeah. But see, that was <clears throat> that was a little misleading, and that's unfortunate. We don't need to, to mislead. And again, I, I, I think we need to give them a little more grace, too, because of growing pains. I mean, they went through a horrific fire, yeah. uh, fought like the Dickens to get back uh, up and going again, could have placed it anywhere other than 18th in college but didn't, um, and came back stronger than ever with a, an event center for uh, downtown in that area to have as well. So, let you know, let's let's cool our jets a little, give them some time, and, and then go from there. And again, I, I don't know why people want to just super and hyper inflate certain things to, to make a point. Uh, I, I don't know. But yeah. I don't believe everything I see on Facebook, so that's part of my Yeah, point. oh boy, you know. Yeah, and I really, you know, I don't Facebook that much. So. information there, Tina. Yeah, indeed. So, uh, Ron, go ahead. How are you? Lovely, Tina and James. I am well, and you guys know I love you both. Um, a comment to my brothers and sisters in Christ. We are commanded to love God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and our neighbor as ourselves. Your supervisor is your neighbor. The person that's working under you is your neighbor, and that knucklehead that cut you off this morning is also your neighbor. Tina, I sent you an email with a couple of pictures of that Levin Park. I don't know if you've had a chance to see that, but it was uh, sometime right after I had heard some comments about it. And because I'm always downtown, I went ahead and took a couple of pictures and I forwarded them to you. Also, I want to say thank you for being fortunate enough to have Sky go, congratulations, you're caller number 10. So I actually won a couple of, uh, I guess, a ticket to the, uh, 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 to the light thing in the jiggy. Last year, when my granddaughter was six, she was just like your grandson. She said, this is a miracle. She, she was just blown away by it. It's a great sight. It's a great, it was a great evening. Um, and you're right. For the dollar, you almost can't beat it. Looking forward to uh, picking up my tickets here over the, the next couple of days and going over probably somewhere by this Thanksgiving time or not. Okay. We'll see the lights again. But it is a great adventure. Uh, great time for people. Please uh, get out and try to enjoy it. Wishing you all the best, and happy Thanksgiving to you and your callers. Okay. Thank you again, Ron, and thank you uh, for that. And enjoy the show. Enjoy the show with your family. It, it's, it is quite the family evening, evening out. I, I mean, let's let's be real here and, and exact. According to your grandson, awesome and amazing. <laughs> awesome and amazing. Yes, <laughs> yes. He and him and that vocabulary his is something else. I tell you, uh, Rick, go ahead. How are you? Uh, yeah. Uh, hope you guys are both doing well. Uh, I had a couple comments. Um, one, as far as country kitchens, 
did they not have insurance after they had their fire? Because I, I see that um, it was on the news that uh, coach owner Jim Ursay gave them $25,000 and they had a GoFundMe, which I understood they raised more than 40 grand mm-hmm. on that. But, you know, for a while there, people were really begging saying we all have to pitch in and help a uh, country kitchen. And um, to you guys' knowledge, maybe you know more about the story than I did. Did they have insurance? Could you think of any reputable business? Or to burn down, it yes. could be insured, or were they just under it? Let me ask you a question, Rick. Have you ever uh, received an insurance payment for a claim? Yes, I'm an insurance yeah. agent. That's why I was. Well, the, it, it's oh, well, uh, it, it's never uh, full value. It's never. I mean, yes, they had insurance, uh, but um, insurance checks there. They, there's depreciate. There's all kinds of stuff that goes with that. I'm not counting other people's money. Okay, I don't know, right. uh, and I w- I would not even venture to guess. But I do know that they did have insurance, and I do know that the community wanted to pour into them and help them as well, because insurance, as as you very well know, doesn't always cover the full effect of a loss. I know. I had a car fully insured, fully covered, and everything else, and the insurance that was paid on that car when someone else totaled it. It, it still did not cover everything that needed to be covered in terms of me getting another vehicle. Yes, insurance pays. Does it always pay well? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying based on my experience, any extra certainly wasn't going to hurt uh, them to get back up on their feet. Um, to say that insurance alone uh, should have been enough and they shouldn't have had anything else, that's not my, that, that's not my lane or what have you. I think if people want to give and be charitable uh, and help them out, and help them get on their way, I think that that's a wonderful thing. It's a nice outpouring of community. But I will say that, um, well, James, I just had my my kitchen, too. I had to come out of pocket with some of that stuff because insurance, the way that your actuaries uh, do things and, and, and pinch down to the, yeah. real, the, to the last penny and assess the risk and all this other stuff, it always translates into fewer dollars that the insurance company has to pay uh, the, uh, the insured. So yeah. the, I mean, I'm a little. I think that's a as fair. That's a fair estimate of, of of reality. Yeah, that the reality of insurance is not that. Oh, your house burns down, you got insurance, you're okay. I think that's the reality of insurance these, yeah. especially like these maybe days. They, maybe they were maybe they were grossly underinsured because in the past, even before I got into business years ago, whenever I had a claim, you know, it was settled fairly, and if not, I'd you know run up the ranks and I want to talk to your boss and I want to talk to his boss and you know i'd fight until i got it done i'm fi- i'm still fighting right now frankly with my insurance yeah. uh, i'm still fighting and it's been uh, over a year uh over just a lot of different things but no i i just i mean yeah what are you going to do if you don't have it you know but right. the insurance because companies will fight you tooth and nail uh you and take you go to the dentist the you go to uh, the doctor you go anywhere insurance companies oh, yeah. are going to fight you to get the money that you steadily pay into it it's never it's never an even exchange it's never an even payout i i just don't i just don't think it's right to, to um, for me to, to count the country kitchen's money, their insurance coverage, or what have you. Uh, yes, they probably they did have GoFundMe. Yes, uh, Jim Irsay, uh as a, as a goodwill, which he does for a lot of people in the community. He helped out. He helped out as well. So, um, and I know for a fact that they were insured because they said so on this uh, on this show. As far as okay, how much and whatever. Huh? That's what scared. Me. That's what scared me. I was hoping that they were insured because I was thinking if they're not insured, or if they're not paying their premiums, how do I trust? You know, if they're pinching pennies on that, how do I trust 
the quality of their food or maybe something that should be thrown away that they might say, hey, let's give it a shot and, you know, maybe we can, uh, maybe somebody will eat it. Maybe it hasn't gone bad. I was just thinking. But, if you know, if they were underinsured, that's understandable. And a lot of times that falls on the agent. The agent, the agent's job is to make sure you are covered like a blanket. You know, if it's life insurance, you should be covered in the event of death of a spouse. If it's uh, mm-hmm. auto insurance, you know, you should have gap. You should have it all. And uh, fortunately, the only claims I've had mainly have been auto. I had a, other than the house, I've had a roof, which we fall probably had a roof due to hell damage, mm-hmm. but, it, you know, I was able yeah. to go okay, other than scraping up my deductible. Yeah. But uh, that scared me, and uh, so it, it, I hope you're correct, and they did have insurance. But if they were under, well, that's what they said on the show. So, <laughs> you know, I have to take their yeah. word for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if they were underinsured, that's not their fault because well, the client is not the expert. It's the agent who's supposed to say, "I've got you covered." You know, your eyes are dotted and your T's are crossed, and if you have a claim, you're going to be glad that you're paying these premiums that I presented to you. Yeah. And, well, uh, that's again, that's their. Uh, that's their thing, and and certainly, yeah. And, and uh, thank you, Rick. I appreciate your call. Appreciate okay, your call. One other quick thing. Okay. I didn't think it, I didn't think it was fair to compare them to an Applebee's or um, or uh, anything like that because those places are huge chain operations, and they're buying in gross. They can go to those suppliers and say, if you want our business across the country, you'll sell us your mm-hmm. beef for this much per pound. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Where if it was me, you, or James that had. Ma and Paul restaurants, we don't have that muscle. And uh, But um, some good friends of mine went to Country Kitchen. I mean, I went to Mississippi Bell last weekend. Mm-hmm. What they told me is that all the meat, on all the entrees and dinners were 1995, whether it be barbecue or chicken, or, you know, ribs or chicken or whatever. Mm-hmm. You chose roast beef, and they all came with two sides, and they said they're huge, shareable sides. And they were just saying, you know, you get way too much food. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that's in line with where Country Kitchen's prices are at. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Rick. I appreciate yeah, your Rick. call. Yeah. Uh, James, uh, there was a place that um, I had a meeting. It was on a Sunday. It was during a Colts game. And I'd never been there before. And they're only open on Sundays. It's Soul Food. Uh, Circle City Soul Food. Yeah, Circle City. Circle City Soul Food. Okay. Yeah, let me. It's uh, so right there at the corner of, I think, 34th and Clifton. If I'm not mistaken. That food was good. And the prices, uh, everything, you know, the average price of a full meal was like 12 bucks. Uh, the lines are out the yin yang. Uh, it is good. And uh, everybody, you know, coming in there with uh, with their church clothes and, and everything else on, and they give you plenty. Uh, yeah. They give you plenty of food, too. So, so yeah. So, Circle you know, have you ever noticed when you went to go and get something that has coleslaw with it, barbecue or fish, mm-hmm. fish is a big one, mm-hmm. um, um, maybe you've had this experience, and you you buy the dinner or you buy the sandwich or whatever, and they say coleslaw comes with it, and you get this little thimble full of coleslaw. <laughs> I mean, what? I mean, I, that's like one spoonful. What's the deal? Well, somebody tell me what what tradition that comes from. Just a little. I don't know. Taste I don't know. Coleslaw. People don't eat coleslaw, I guess. I want to know why they put coleslaw on hot dogs and barbecue sandwiches uh, south of the Mason Dixon line, frankly. Yeah. But yeah, that's, the, yeah, they, the coleslaw is interesting. It, it, it is interesting, isn't it? It's kind of a, yeah. a distant I mean, cousin to something, although I don't know what. Yeah. Doesn't get a lot of love. That is that is true. So you're saying you you like more coleslaw, right? Well, yeah. I mean, 
we were lifestyles was talking about and even rick we're, we're talking about portions you know mm -hmm. in mississippi Bell, and even lifestyle said they give generous sides over there so maybe i need to go over there and try it but and a lot of places i go i've gone and gotten maybe a fish dinner you know one or two for us and and um you know or or barbecue and they say it comes with coleslaw but the coleslaw is like a thimbleful. I mean, it's just, it's not much at all. So what's the deal here? Yeah. Just I'd rather just leave it out rather than give me some that's not very much. But that's just my little or ask for two pet peeve. Yeah. <laughs> or ask for two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I have two for like fifteen cents more, please? <laughs> Deborah, uh, you want to talk about the country kitchen? Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking my call. <laughs> I'm just kind of chuckling about you guys at coleslaw. I love coleslaw. Yes, put it on hot dogs with fish. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. <laughs> but, you know, but I just kind of wanted to uh, reach out about the, the last caller that said he was an insurance agent and talking about country kitchen. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I kind of kind of kind of feel some kind of way about some of his comments mm -hmm. um yes they had insurance okay and yes the people want to wanted to step out and help them we gotta help yeah, them yeah that's that's and, all i was saying yeah. yeah why why can't they now so to discuss to cast any type of dispersions mm -hmm. on them i've got a problem with that yeah they've been around for decades you know, they're not scratching on the food or anything mm -hmm. like that. They're trying to rebuild what was lost. Well, and that's oh. what I was saying. They could have they could have rebuilt anywhere, but they didn't. They that's they could have right. come back exactly as they were, but they didn't. They came back that's bigger right. and better. So they they you know they've been there and back. And uh, you know, if people want to give them an extra hand up, uh, why not? And I like I said, I don't count other that's people's right. money when they go through tragedies like that. Uh, I just don't, and it, I don't, I don't see the point. Uh, but and I know because I had a house fire, so I know. Oh, I'm. And I know what it means to go through with the insurance company. Exactly. So, you know, exactly. to that last caller, you know what, whether you're concerned if they're paying their premiums or whatever, go there and eat, and that helps their revenue. There you right. go. Thank you, Tina. All righty, thank you. And I, I probably wasn't the best. I, I, I had to use a little uh, <laughs> uh, little decorum because I am so frustrated with fighting insurance companies because they will fight you tooth and nail over a penny. Oh, yeah. that they don't oh, want to yeah. pay and inconvenience you to the hilt, to the max and whatever. And like I said, they they adhere to their actuaries like there's no tomorrow and whatever formula the actuaries say it is. And it's just it's just a pain. And, um, you know, I, yeah, so it, it is. So I feel for them, you know, but, uh, you know, I don't want to. Uh, but it, it, it's not like it used to be. No, because, I mean they're in the business of, of of building their 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 assets too, their capital. And like you said, they, you know, they will. They have raised, uh, you know, uh, 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 premiums. Um, oh my goodness, yes. Anytime they want. And if you have an accident, say you need you, your your roof got hail damage or something like that, like mine, and you get, I mean they they send two or three mm -hmm. um, estimators out to look at the roof and they look for any kind of way to cut their costs, and that's just just the culture we live in. I mean yeah. they're they're in the stock market too, and they're trying to increase their value. Yeah. So. Yeah, that it, it, it's not the same as it used to be. I mean, Rick, you know, he probably has his own experience. He's an insurance agent. But overall, I think the insurance agent has gotten more penny-pinchy. Well, yeah, and, and, and I think, that, I think this, this, the position is they look for ways to deny the claim as, way, as, as far as looking for ways to help you 
with your claim. I mean, raising deductibles, ra- yeah, I mean, deductibles doing everything. It's just, it's just absolutely. They absolutely. do, Tina. They look for ways to. They, they, anything they can do to deny it, cut it down, do whatever. I mean, you feel like you've been beaten up by the time you've gone through the experience. Dr. Brown, Dr. Brown, how are you? I, I'm doing fine. I'm just kind of laughing. You all, you all have made part of my day. I was zipping and running, and then oh, wow. I turned on the radio, and you all talking about. Uh, Different kind of things and food mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh-huh. And the insurance company and James is talking about coleslaw and <laughs> <laughs> James. Why, don't skimp on James's coleslaw, y'all. Okay. You got a little bit. Anybody? I know. I know. I know. I know what he's saying. I know too. Yeah, I know exactly what he's saying. Uh, but but I just want to throw this in because you had a you've had an excellent program today, and uh, but the thing was, let's remember something, James. And my dear sister, over there on 18th and College, 17th and College, and on the east side where I grew up when I came here, remember that the insurance and the price and the status of how much insurance you could get was unbelievable because it was primary black. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, there's so many factors that go into that, Dr. Brown. Redlining, redlining. Yes. Y'all said the right word, redlining. Yes, yes, there's so much that goes into that, Dr. Brown. You couldn't be more correct. The redlining is still very, you know, now we're talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion, which Mm -hmm. that comes up. But still, now, I I drive over there maybe five or six times a day. I'm, I'm passing it. And remember when it first started, I was sitting there eating that good breakfast and eating that lunch and almost shouldn't have been eating so much because they gave you so much. But I'm just saying that the insurance, that, that brother that called in about he works for an insurance company, how long has that area been redlined? But you go over there now, I'm looking at all the condos and how mm-hmm. the houses have changed and how the uh, Caucasian community has mm-hmm. taken that a- area over. Mm-hmm. So it's it's an economic enterprise. And the insurance companies, uh, you're not lying to me and the people who call in. We've had our challenges with insurance because the first thing you want to know, how much you're supposed to be paying in your deductibles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have to understand the, the system of capitalistic imperialism and how it works. And and that uh, they survived because of the fact that there was cooperative. We weren't competing, trying to cooperate, but the insurance don't cooperate with you. Mm-mm. No. no. <laughs> they don't. Now, I, I just had to shoot off a blistering text with pictures um, to show why they should credit me, you know, certain based on my, you know, my my repairs to my kitchen. I, I hear you. And I ain't heard I haven't heard a word from them since. I yeah. mean, and I I laid it out, I documented it, I gave them pictures and I still haven't heard back from them, which I probably will because I'm going to call them again. Well, but see, you know, to have to go through that is like what are you, you all have uh-uh, no. I I'll, I'll stand still and fight you. <laughs> but you see, you all and some of us have the experience of knowing how to deal with them. How many of our brothers and sisters have that ability or capacity to do it because of, of the fact, the lack of information that they get? Uh, uh, You and James and all of us, we just happen to be at the right place at the right time of learning. But how much of that information do our our constituencies 
And I'm not mm-hmm. trying to say they're less than us, but mm-hmm. they, they get more misinformation. And we can somehow, fortunately, read into that because we, we, we were educated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they have been miseducated, and that's because, you know, I mean, they're, being, they're not being taught the truth. I was just talking about your program, Dr. Brown, and when you had, was it the great, 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 three great niece of Harriet Tubman on yeah. your show? I heard that show. Yeah. Did, did, she said the history books, L-I-E, lie. I mean, she said, I got evidence to prove they lie. that they're not to. Yeah. And James and Tina, y'all play with it because, you know, I play with it my end. But, you know, what is a lie, James and Tina? You hide the truth. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. She said she had evidence to prove artifacts of of what was passed down to her by Harriet Tubman, one of the greatest Mm -hmm. black historical figures in this nation um, that that have not been chronicled correctly in our books. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I was the part of the wake up time for some of us doing to the media was the fact the book or the writings of Roots. Yeah, with Alex Haley. Yeah, Alex. Alex went. He had to go overseas to bring it back over here. Mm. He wow. was in the Navy, and he, you know, mm. that, that allowed him to write. Well, first of all, he was in, he was a merchant marine, yeah. and that that allowed him to write out to sea. I mean, it cleared his head. But that that story he told in Roots should be, you know, a mandatory reading for 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 um, you know primary and secondary yeah. students uh, because it just it chronicles the history it tells the history of one family and how they have evolved in this nation and what they came through. But like you said, that's not the information that that people are getting. And then back to what you were saying about. 17th and college and 18th and college, Dr. Brown, you're right. Gentrification comes in. Why do they move from the suburbs here? Because it's cheaper. Because it's, there yeah. you go. Yeah. I mean, just just look at what's happening on that east side. I mean, we get come up with fancy words called gentrification or whatever word mm-hmm. you want to use. But look what's going on on that east side. College, yeah. Carrollton, Cornell. See, in the 40s and the 50s, that was sure enough us, and the 60s, and the 70s. Then think about what took place when they started desegregating schools. I went to school 26. And, when they, yeah. and they, they were busing us out, and I used to say to them, why don't you bust the teachers in there? Since you want us to have, but uh, mm-hmm. and the federal judge at that time says, "You keep saying that, I will arrest you for a contempt of court." But that was in 1972, 73. Mm-hmm. One way busing. Thank you. One way busing. That was an economic enterprise. Mm-hmm. Dr. Brown, as always, thank you so so very <laughs> much. Well, no, y'all keep on thank thank you all for waking me up. <laughs> yeah, we got him woke. Now. We got him woke. He's woke. Oh, yeah. Dr. Brown is woke. Yeah. All right. All right. You all stay out of trouble. All right. You take all care. Right. Uh huh. Bye bye. <laughs> and we'll be back with more community connection right after this. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we're back with Community Connection. Tina Cosby uh, here with our contributing analyst, James Patterson. James, let's go, yeah, let's go straight back to the lines, and then we got to get to a couple of other things. Go ahead, Kevin. How are you? 
Hey, how you doing, Tina? How you doing, James? Doing good. Hey, Kevin. Hey, uh, I think it's my brother Lifestyle who called in about yeah. Country Kitchen. Uh, this is some constructive criticism. Uh, I had to learn myself. Instead of saying stuff is too high, just saying I can't afford it. Uh, I'm a black business owner myself, and me and my wife, uh, he was talking. We was at uh, at the Cheesecake Factory. I think our meal was 25 bucks too. I mean, we go to the Lucas Oil Stadium. They charge $10 for a hot dog. I don't drink beer, but I think beer is probably $10. So you get $20 and a $2 hot dog. We don't complain then. If you don't want to go there, if you think it's too high, just don't go there. Don't badmouth anybody. I don't, I don't I don't like that part of it. And then as far as the insurance, I'm just learning. Uh, me and my wife had a property. We had to insure. And I'm going to be honest. I try to be cheap and was worried about my deductible and my monthly payment. And my uh, uh, agent was like, you sure you want to do that? And I said, well, why wouldn't I? And they said, well, you got to think about it. If you get a total loss, you want everything to be compensated. I said, well, I didn't think about that. So a lot of times it's on our agents, too. We don't know. We're thinking about Okay, I want a five hundred thousand dollars or two hundred or twenty five hundred dollars deductible. I want to pay X amount a month, but we got to look at the bottom line. If something if something uh, catastrophic happens, do we get paid? Does it take care of everything, or do we gonna to have to come out of our pocket, or are we gonna to have to take the money and run? And, and been in that area, the agent should have been coming back every so many years because the difference between uh, real estate and cars: cars depreciate, real estate ninety nine percent of the time appreciates. So you always want to go back and look, even on your, on your house. Mm-hmm. And then one other thing about uh, car insurance, they offer a service called gap insurance, and it's typically only $300. That gap insurance can save you. It's yeah, covered. yeah. It's because covered. cars depreciate the minute you take them off the lot, and so the gap insurance covers that gap until the uh, the depreciation catches up to the actual portion, and then you can drop the gap. Yeah, yeah. I, I would yeah. say that Kevin's right that you know mm-hmm. you need to make mm-hmm. sure that you've got the the right coverage. But I do say overall, McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. As Tina said, that the insurance industry has changed, and they, they do try to squeeze out every dollar. I mean, I think we have to admit that. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Thank you, Kevin. I appreciate it. They, yeah, they, they, they truly have changed. Yeah. Thanks, Kevin. Uh, Rick, go ahead. How are you? Great. I just was going to give you a little advice, Tina, that may help the um, listeners, and I think the gentleman that just called was key. He was dead on. One, make sure you get your agent involved, because I tell everybody, it's the agent who takes your money and Mm -hmm. tells you everything's going to be all right. So when it's time for a claim, that agent shouldn't run at night. You should have him involved, because at some point, he's going to have to either admit, I let you leave here underinsured, or... You know, we've got to work with powers to be to get your claim settled in an uh, appropriate way. Mm-hmm. And um, and if that fails, remember, there's, Indiana has a Department of Insurance and an insurance commissioner you can go mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. And they fight to make things fair. They're definitely not always on the agent and the company side. They suspend agents and 
to spend companies like it's nothing. But I was also going to tell you guys, when an insurance agent answers the phone, be it auto or property or life insurance, you know what's the very first thing that come out of customers' mouths? What's the cheapest way you can get me covered? Mm-hmm. And so, because it's so agent, expensive. Yeah, yeah, and, but and everybody it continues says, to rise. and it can, and it just continues to go up, and so there's never, yeah. you know, there's never an equal a, a, a good medium, you know, and and they'll tell, they might say this is the first place I call, but I'm going to call around so I can get the cheapest coverage. Mm-hmm. So then it puts the agent who knows better, but it puts them in a position to say, to get this, I'm going to have to give them the minimum, minimum bare bare coverages and the highest deductibles possible. Yeah, I, I understand all of that in the beginning, but I'm saying when it's time to cash it in, they'll let you know if you're one day late on your premium. But when you need them to make good on their promise to cover whatever it is that you paid for, that's when they get funky with you. That's what I'm talking about. You know, they, yeah, they should the, hold up to their end of the contract. They don't always hold up to their end of the contract. Yeah, that's that's, true, that's right. the that's the part that I have a problem and with. One last thing I was going to ask you, Tina, and I think this would be a good service to all us, all of us listeners. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's against what you know what you guys have to do on mm-hmm. the air. I think you should name that company because us listeners. Maybe about to um, get a quote from them and sign with them. So I think we should know that, hey, those are the ones that was giving Tina a funky runaround mm-hmm. when she had a legit claim. So. Well, I tell you what, if there is no resolution, I will certainly name. <laughs> I don't have a problem. Yeah, there you I'm, go. I'm working the process right now, and so I'm giving yeah. them a fair chance. So you got a pretty big microphone in front of you. Well, I I know, but you and you have to be responsible with that as well. I know well. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah you have to be responsible. So, all righty, thank you, Rick. I appreciate it, Reverend Phillips. Go ahead. How are you? I, how you doing, uh, Tina? I'm doing well, sir. Yeah. How are you? Uh, y'all happy, yeah, thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, yeah, same to you. you. And let the Lord lead y'all. And y'all, <laughs> when y'all prepare that meal, and uh, and also we thank God for the the legacy. What Doctor Moselle Sanders left? Yes, indeed. Yeah. He, he saw people was hurting. He saw everybody was hurting. And this the day that uh, uh, Thanksgiving will be the day to to remember him and honor him Mm -hmm. on this day because Mm -hmm. he did help a lot of people. He gave a lot of people wisdom and a lot of knowledge. And Mm -hmm. so we have to run with it. So uh, I'm encouraging everybody to... Mm -hmm. Participate and 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 ask God to thank them for giving them one more day. Because mm-hmm. you know Thanksgiving yeah. is is a day that we supposed to thank Him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We supposed to thank Him because all the blessings that He gave us. Yeah. All right, Reverend Phillips, I sure do appreciate that. And, you know, a nice reminder to stay humble and to be grateful for, you know, every day and every breath that we have. You know, very good yeah, right. uh, reminder. Uh, Jay, yesterday we uh, we had uh, IMPD on, and uh, it was a really good uh, a good exchange. Uh, the Northwest District Commander, um, um, uh, Lorenzo Lewis was uh, was with us and, and and gave us some good and you know uh, the two uh, police shootings uh, that have been 
in the news recently. Video has been released on those. But what I found fascinating, James, was this page that I, regarding police officer-involved shootings, or we used to just call them police action shootings, that yeah. uh, IMPD is voluntarily placing on the ND.gov website. And just some, I was just reading through it, and some of the the uh, the statistics are startling. And to yeah. summarize, the majority of the officers who are involved in police action shootings uh, are white, and the majority of the suspects are black. Yeah. Um, now, there's a lot of stuff in between there, and again, I'm just you know painting it with a pretty broad brush. And I asked the commander about that, and he said, "Yeah, yeah." That you know, we need to look into that, and you know the the fact that the city, um, the the department is looking for a consultant or uh, is looking into getting, uh, you know, just just getting this situation looked at, researched, studied. Um, I think is right on time because something, you know, at, at first glance when you look at that, it's like, well, dang, what's going on? Not like we didn't already, you well, know, somewhat know, but they based upon the rules. They have the power to shoot you and kill you under certain under certain circumstances, circumstances. and they can get away with it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? and mm-hmm. some of them in their hearts, they are they are they are prone to that. They they will do it. Yeah. They will do it if they have a chance. Training, yeah. you know, whatever training they've got about, you know, um, uh, you know, the de-escalation mm-hmm. and 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 and. And tamp the situation mm. down. Mm. In their hearts, they're they're cowboys, and they will shoot you. Yeah. And so, you know, we, we we all don't know that. And Reverend Brown, I mean, Doctor Brown was talking about, you know, education. And so, mm-hmm. we need to educate our children. They will kill you. Yeah. You give and, them that opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but you you gotta you know the um you know the the commander said we we're you know why we, we're just talking about police shootings. You were not talking about shooting in general. And I said, well, because the police are here, I wanted to talk about police shootings. I understand what he's saying about yeah, uh, yeah, shootings in general. But but the the fact that the city, um, the city's, the, the number of police officers on the police force, the majority of them are white. Let's face yeah. it. The, the majority of them are white. Now, the fact that the majority of the suspects being shot by police are black is concerning. That's concerning. It, 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 it is concerning. And it's not like just, said, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm just, it doesn't stop when you put on a police uniform. No, it doesn't. It doesn't, does it? Mm-mm. No. No. And so you got to know that going in. That And so the one video I saw of, of one of the cases you're talking about, this guy's out with a gun, and I don't know what influence he was under, whatever. He's like, go ahead, shoot me, shoot me. Yeah, well, you know, his mother called the show yesterday. And uh, she saw the video, and her interpretation was a lot different uh, than, uh, but again, I mean, you know, we can't, it's under investigation is the most we can say about that. I uh, couldn't hear what he was saying. She yeah. could very well be right. I couldn't hear. I relied on the No, no, no. She was says, just saying what she, I think she was thinking that it could have been more de-escalation is what she oh, was yeah. saying. Because, oh, yeah, it could. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I haven't seen the, I mean, I just saw what was reported on the news. You can see the full video if you go to the okay, website. here's a white officer, grew up in Plymouth, Indiana. Mm-hmm. No black children in his grade school, junior yeah, high, maybe uh, one uh, in his high school or yeah. two. Yeah, and you're going to put him in an urban situation where a young brother, a young black man, mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, he's he's saying things yeah. that he doesn't really mean, 
I mean, if you have a cultural awareness class, you'll know that, you know, he, he probably yeah. doesn't mean that. Yeah, That's but, what his mother was saying, is that right. she was saying, go ahead, you're going to shoot me anyway. But the fact that the other part of that, that video, though, James, was that he was ignoring direct demands and direct orders from the police. And that gives them the opportunity. And so, therefore, the opportunity was given to shoot him. So there it was, yeah. Uh, but anyway, if you get a chance, uh, and if anyone listening gets a chance, go on there and look and see. Um, and and there's, there's work to be done on both sides, and I really am looking forward to what this study of the department is is going to conclude and come up with because uh, yeah. there's some stark and some eye-opening, um, uh, uh, what do you call them, uh, not departments, eye-opening uh, revelations. Uh, revelations, but you know, just just eye-opening different segments. I guess you could call it. Uh, uh, yeah, um, it just eye-opening columns right there on that that report. So, uh, Ken, go ahead. How are you? Uh, yes, ma'am. I have a a reason I believe because I've been listening to your program. First of all, I will let me tell you that I'm a white male. Uh-huh. I do like your program. But I have a solution for these police uh, shootings is let's make the black male an endangered species. That way you can't stop him. You can't stop him. You can't question him. You can't. If you stop him, you got to let him go. Because I figure if that all happened, just like I'm saying, by the time the year is out, they'll be killing each other off and there won't be any black felons left on the street. Okay. Uh, thank you, Ken. Um, you know what? That, that's not was, gonna, that's, it's not going to. No, he was anything. he was being facetious. I know he's being he's being facetious, and yeah. and a very disingenuous uh, comment, and and not a helpful one, because we're you know that that was just mean spirited. It was well, very mean. I, I like the fact that he listens, Tina. But you know what? Mm-hmm. We just need to, like you say, we need to get more educated. Uh, exactly. About each exactly. Other. We've been in this country mm-hmm. 400 years, and no, uh, I mean, you just said, Tina. No, you you should you should you should not be able to whatever your race is. No. You follow the commands of the police officer. That's true. But then again, if there's something to, do you have a quick trigger finger because that mm-hmm. other person. Uh, that you're pointing at is another race. Yeah. That's something that needs to be looked at. Yeah, and that's all. And, and we we need to find us and and to, to come. Yeah, yeah, it does need to be looked at. And and that's that was the point of the conversation. Um, it it apparently has rubbed uh, some people the wrong way, and that's that's you know that's your choice too. And like you say, I'm glad you listen. Hope you continue to listen because we're trying to reach uh, meaningful solutions here. Um, Benjamin, go ahead. How are you? Hey, how you guys doing? I was just uh, once coming on the insurance issue. One of the things okay. that uh, one can do when involved with insurance claims and so forth mm-hmm. is to get a lawyer involved ASAP. Well, here you go. Wait a minute. So, yeah, no, no. I'm just saying. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, uh, sing a totally different song once they are talking to uh, an attorney mm-hmm. about your situation. Yeah. And it can be done easily with a uh, uh, a legal plan that's out that we all can be uh, involved in. 
Mm-hmm. And, 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 and unfortunately, okay, well, thank you, Benjamin. And that's Benjamin makes another good point, and that's true. Did he say uh, get counsel, Tina? I he said get an attorney, and the uh-huh. attorneys they they change their tunes when attorneys are involved. And that you know, if yeah. my thing is not everybody can afford that option. Uh, what he alluded yeah. to was that there are some affordable attorney plans uh, that people can can use and 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 uh, take advantage of that might help with the affordability of it. Not quite yeah. sure that all those are, uh, but anyway, I, you know, and I don't know. I mean, it's a good point. I mean, mm-hmm. could you? Make make the insurance company, should you prevail in your claim uh, or your dispute, could you make the insurance companies pay your legal costs? That's another thing because affordability, like you said, yeah, affordability is, is prohibitive. Yeah, is very prohibitive. Yeah. Last caller. Last caller. Dave, go ahead. Uh, hi, Tina and, and James. How are you all? Good, thank oh, you. How are good, you? Dave. Thank mm-hmm. you. Okay, there was a story that happened recently where an officer, it's nothing new, it's the same stuff that's been going on, where an officer shot a young black man, and it was a black man who saved people. We heard that story before mm-hmm. plenty of times. We had t- taken a gun away from someone who was trying to kill someone, and when the police got there, they didn't say freeze, dropped a weapon or anything. They came in guns blazing. Mm-hmm. And this young, I don't know what city it is it was in. The young man is still alive. But the officer didn't really get in trouble until he started texting people talking about the N-word. Yeah, I mm-hmm. shot that N-word, and I hate all black people. And then there was another story that happened maybe four or five years ago. If you heard it, forgive me, where the police were engaged. It was a white man with a gun. And they told him 40 times, drop the weapon, drop your weapon, 40 times. He never dropped his weapon. He's still alive to this day. The officer is dead. But it just seems like the police officers, they know, like, we can have training and everything about how to deal with these officers dealing with black people. They don't care. They can go through years of training, if they hate you, if they have this um, Mm -hmm. inside uh, hatred for black people, it doesn't matter how they're going to get trained. They're going to use the gun first. And a uh, lot of them, it mm -hmm. seems like a lot of them become police officers to be able to abuse black people. Uh, Thank you, uh, Dave. I I don't don't know about that, but I will say, James, I liked your point about looking at the background um, and the fact that some of these Officers are diversity challenged. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Highly, highly, and, and he, he, highly yeah. challenged. Yeah. Highly, Tina. And you know what? Uh, Dave makes a good point in that we don't know, just like you said. But I would say that a lot of people believe as Dave believes. So that in itself, if Ken is listening, mm-hmm. the uh, white gentleman whose call we just took, maybe he'll just think about Dave's perspective that they they go in with guns blazing if if the suspect is a you know, different race. So I don't know. There, you know, it's, it's, I'm glad he put that out there. But like you said, Tina, the training, the training, the training. And yeah. I will say not all white officers are prejudiced. I'm no, just of course that. not. And not all black males are, you know, a part of a species that are in danger. You know, that, that. but when you numbers don't lie, the stats, like I say, yeah. the, the various categories that they broke it down, the demographic categories that the, the police themselves yeah. are reporting don't That's lie. Yeah. So, you know, when you see something that it, it just sticks out to you, you you got to com- I mean I I commented on it I I brought it up and if, I'm sorry if it offends someone who feels like well there you know but but the fact of the matter is it's there 
and it yeah, must it be is, addressed. It's got to be yeah, addressed. And then in another category, we have to put the Tyree Nichols case that not not impacting what you just said, which is mm-hmm. all true, mm-hmm. which five black officers yes. You know, yes. ultimately killed a black man. So there's that aspect of it, too. But yeah. it doesn't take away from what you just said. Well, and, and, and the, the point that there are certain officers that get on the force just to be able to crack heads. Just, and, just like they just, said. Just like they said. And I don't doubt that at all either because, you know, but you, we, there, there's there's something that has to be addressed and there's something that has to be addressed quickly uh, because this, you know, this cannot continue. And then, like I said, that was just officer involved shootings. That's not shootings. That's not- uh, uh, and and Wounding, contrary to popular head. yeah contrary to popular belief not all black people are out here shooting and killing each other you know so i hate that that that's the conclusion that um that ken came to not well. by a long shot. no no not by a long shot so anyway but james uh what is today wednesday um are you i think you're back on friday let's see if we got you yeah, back on friday yeah we lord do. willing yeah good lord back. willing in the creek don't rise so <laughs> as they say as they say uh but uh, that's that's kind of all the time we have for right now. We had a couple of other things that we didn't get to, but we will be able to get to them on Friday. Uh, what Friday is the 17th, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep, we got we got open the left. left all, all open. Before Thanksgiving. Yes. Are you cooking? You and your wife cooking anything? Or uh, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. We're going to try. We're going to try. Ah, it'll be good. It'll be good. Hey. Yeah, I'm, I might try. A, you ever heard of this, Tina, uh, on the grill, uh, smoke? Turkey, you ever heard of that? Absolutely, well, yeah, I smoke them all the time. Uh, yeah, okay, I smoke well, them. I might be calling you. Well, I, I was just getting ready to say, I smoke them so. I used to smoke turkey so much that I've worn out two smokers because I wouldn't just <laughs> smoke them Thanksgiving. I mean, I would smoke them year round. I mean, it was uh-huh. smoked turkey is the best. It's it's yeah. among the best, one of the best. Okay. So, gotta love uh-huh. it. But anyway, James, that's all we have for right now. We'll be back tomorrow. We're always praise AM thirteen ten and ninety five point one FM Indies Inspiration. Willie Moore Jr. on the radio. He is up next. Thank you, as always, for listening. I'm Tina Cosby for James Patterson. James, thank you so, so very much. Yeah, my pleasure. We'll be back tomorrow.